sweet mama friends. All right. So I'm really excited for what we're going to be talking about for the next several weeks. Today's episode is going to be kicking us off on our mom tired series in honor of me being pregnant and being tired. (laughs) Okay. So, but really, um, being pregnant has had me thinking a lot about how hard being a mom becomes when you're feeling sick or exhausted and I mean, it's just no secret that when you don't feel your best, you don't show up your best. Like when the kids are bugging you or acting up and then you just end up completely losing it and often feel guilty afterwards. (laughs) So for some of us, these periods of not feeling well emotionally or physically may just be one day or it could be a week. But for many of us, feeling exhausted can drag on forever and with no end in sight which is how I felt postpartum for more than the first year of Audrey's life. I knew that my hormones were wonky and like I wasn't getting good sleep and it was fairly normal to have these kind of feelings postpartum, um, having like postpartum anxiety and depression. But after she hit her first birthday, I really just felt like there had to be something else more that was going on. Like something that was getting in the way of me feeling like my normal energized self. And it had to be more than just postpartum because she was already a year old. So it wasn't really until this past year that I slowly began to discover some new ways to feel better, both physically and emotionally. And honestly, there are ways that I never imagined. Um, And I'd like to say that I went on this like huge personal mission to find these ways to help me start feeling better. But Honestly, when I look back and think about how I discovered these life-changing things, it was almost like the answers found me, which sounds really woo-woo, but I think they were placed in front of me. And because of that, I know that it's only because of God and him working through multiple people that I began to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So because of that, I am absolutely thrilled to walk with you guys through this series because I truly believe that the things I learned in this last year are also the missing puzzle pieces for so many of you ladies out there. So many mamas, the things that, um, we're going to be talking about are things that honestly changed my life and gave me back my energy and my ability to be present as a mom. And they're not just like basic solutions, like sleeping more and typical self-care, but I really want to dig deeper and we're going to talk about some real long lasting solutions to seven sneaky problems that are draining your energy. Welcome back to the mom joy podcast, where we believe in having joy in the journey of motherhood, no matter our kids' moods or what mess is on the floor. Hey, I'm Angela Evans, and I'm a parenting and mindset coach for moms. I combine my 10 years of experience in both child behavior intervention and mindset coaching for women to help moms become calm and confident in their parenting. I mean, let's be real. We had kids with the hopes of enjoying them, right? (laughs) I'm here to help you love being a mom and love the process of parenting your kids. I believe that with God and just some little tweaks to our thinking, we can have a strong mind, body, and soul and experience the fullness and abundance of life in motherhood. Welcome, Mama. Let's do this together. So 
So to kick off our mom tired series, I just want to give you a bit of a bird's eye view of the top seven sneaky energy stealers, say that seven times fast, <laughs> that I see are burning moms out to the point of exhaustion. So the seven that we're going to be talking about are problems I've personally encountered and then have made changes to, especially in this last year and seen a dramatic transformation in my own life. Um, they're also the same problems I see in most of my coaching clients. So today is going to be a high level view. So you can just kind of know where we're going in this series and in the episodes to follow, we will dive deeper into all of these just to learn some very practical, tactical steps for you to know how to implement changes that are actually going to boost your energy and your overall experience of mom life. All right, so if you have been around long enough to know me, or you even just listened to the last episode, number two, you know that I am a big believer in faith. So this one may not seem so secret or sneaky, but um, we would definitely be missing something hugely foundational to getting your energy back if we didn't talk about it. So if you haven't listened to episode two, I would first of all encourage you to go do so. But as a recap, we talked about how our faith is the foundation of all joy. And I also believe that the same applies to our energy. Our faith is a source of fuel for us, not only spiritually, but emotionally and physically too. And I believe that God is our ultimate source of all that we need. And when we're missing time in relationship with him, we become depleted very quickly. And that's because when we're not spending time with God, we're essentially operating out of our own strength. And I just really believe that God did not design us to live our lives completely out of our own strength. Like we just can't do it. He designed us to need him to fuel our lives so that we can live life abundantly and thrive. And when we become too busy to spend time in relationship with him, or, or we might just be avoiding him for other reasons, we end up suffering and our homes suffer, our families suffer, and we just don't operate at our best without him. So the absolute most foundational change we can make in regaining our life and our energy is to just spend time with God, who is our ultimate source of life. Now, if this is an area you are feeling is definitely lacking for you, you want to make sure to tune into the future episode in the series where we will dive further into some very tactical how-tos for spending time with God as a busy mom. And we'll probably also touch some on the mindsets that are getting in the way of us doing so as well. So um, now speaking of mindsets and uh, <laughs> sneaky energy stealer, number two is our thoughts. And our thoughts are sneaky energy stealers because they often kind of run under the surface without us fully recognizing what we're actually thinking. And so like if we've never been taught to stop and take a look at what we're thinking in the moment, then our brains just continue to operate on autopilot all day long, which then in turn makes for a lot of automatic thoughts running through our heads. And then over time, those automatic thoughts become thought patterns or essentially just like our normal go-to ways of thinking about things. So this is super important because our brains are very powerful and the thoughts we think are ultimately making up our experience of life, which sounds very like philosophical, but actually it's very scientific. So when I say our thoughts make up our experience of life, it's because of what's happening in our bodies. So the thoughts we think in our brain creates a reaction in our body that determines the emotions we feel. 
And it's no secret that when we have feelings that we feel, those feelings often determine how we act and how we show up in the world. And so how we act ultimately becomes our results in life. So our thoughts really do make up our lives. So when we're having these automatic thought patterns that are not beneficial to us, these thoughts can be super draining emotionally, which then often feels like burnout or even like physical exhaustion. So in the future episode where we're going to talk about this in this series, we're going to really dive in deep to what kind of thoughts are draining the energy from us and actionable steps we can take to regain control and how to think in ways that are truly life-giving. So super excited about that. Okay. For number three of sneaky energy stealers, we are talking physical self-care. Now, some of what we'll talk about here is the basics of what I think people traditionally think of when they think of self-care, but I'm not just talking about like good sleep and bubble baths, which are obviously great. Um, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper here and talk about things that are really at the root of your physical exhaustion. And, um, this is important to me because this is the journey that I went on this past year. And honestly, it was super mind blowing. Some of the things that I learned. So, however, without a doubt, the basics of physical self-care are often the first things that are overlooked by us moms. Um, things like getting good sleep, drinking enough water, exercising more than twice a year, eating well, relaxing. I think most of us all know those things are huge supports to our bodies and our overall lives. And, um, yet we somehow still neglect these areas. So the question is why, like, why do we neglect the things that we know are so good for us? So we're going to talk about the mindsets we need to take better care of ourselves. And I'm going to give you lots of ideas for how to actually implement the very basics of physical self-care. But the thing is, we don't have to wait until we have all of the basics down pat before we start taking a look at even some like deeper reasons why we're so depleted physically. So in the past year, I had the privilege of getting connected with a functional doctor who essentially took a look at all of my health history and was able to pinpoint some very specific changes that I needed to make immediately to really begin to see some healing for my underlying health issues. Um, so three major changes that I made that I think are honestly applicable to anybody feeling run down are number one, identifying food triggers, number two, taking the right supplements and number three, detoxing my environment. So I'm going to share with you what foods were the most triggering for me and (laughs) hint the number one trigger was gluten. So you can get started on that right away. Take gluten out of your diet. Um, um, I also want to talk to you about why supplementing with the right vitamins can help you feel better and the steps that I took to detox my environment. And I'm telling you, these steps I took with my functional doctor were one of the big missing keys for me. So I'm excited to tell you all the details. And now as I'm like talking to you about all of these things, we're, we're about to talk about number four, but I'm already sensing that maybe you could be feeling overwhelmed because this is a lot of information. There's a lot of, it feels like these are a lot of things we need to improve about our lives. Um, I just want you to know that this is a journey I went on over the course of a year, more than a year. So, um, you're not going to fix these things overnight. You're not going to like all of a sudden it's going to be like, you're going to be tackling these things tomorrow. So I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I'm here on the journey with you. We're going to do this together. 
So just remember, this is a step-by-step process. It's We're doing this over the course of time. So, all right, moving right along to the next sneaky energy stealer number four is parenting strategies that don't work. So holy moly, let me tell you, there are some things we do as parents that we don't even realize how we're making it so much harder on ourselves. <laughs> and these are the things that I end up working with my clients on each week because, uh, because of my background with child behavior intervention, I work with moms on pinpointing what parenting tactics are not serving them or their families and helping them to identify what is making things worse or harder for them and then teaching strategies that are more effective. So a lot of what I teach could be referred to as positive or respectful parenting. And one of the things I love, um, one of the reasons I love this model of parenting so much is because it just truly feels so much better to implement these kinds of strategies as a parent. Um, a lot of moms come to me implementing the same parenting responses that were used on them as when they were growing up as a kid. And for they feel like it's not working or it feels really stressful. Um, so we're going to talk a, a lot more about the types of parenting things that you're doing that drain you and the things that you need to stop doing right away. Um, and how positive parenting can support you in feeling really good as a mom and some strategies that can help you enjoy the process of parenting. So I love it so much. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, okay. So now another big change that I made in the last year that made a noticeable difference in my overall well-being and energy as a mom was getting my home systems and schedule under control. And I think this is another big one for me because, I knew for a really long time, like I was, I was very keenly aware that there were several things that I felt were not working for us in our home and in our life. And, um, I was just having a hard time finding the systems and the schedule that was going to work for us. So it like, it just felt like the laundry and the dishes were always piling up and toys always felt like they were endlessly everywhere, no matter how often I was picking them up. So Um, also our days just felt kind of hectic and the work-life balance was not really a thing. And I just felt generally overwhelmed. And, um, over the course of this last year, we were able to find some simple systems that have really worked for us. And we were able to make some changes to our lifestyle to bring it closer to the type of life we wanted to live. So (laughs) it involved a lot of purging and simplifying, reprioritizing, delegating, completely eliminating when it came to our stuff and our schedule. Um, so we're going to spend a lot of time talking about what are some very specific changes you can begin implementing in your home to bring a, bring the sense of chaos to a place of calm. All right. I think we're on number six now. Uh, yeah. So number six, the six sneaky energy stealer is loneliness. I think, um, depending on the season we're in or how we're wired, we can view having community or relationships as just kind of extra or even somewhat of a luxury that we'll have like someday when our kids are a little older, um, coming out of high school and college. And then like some of us getting married and then we're having kids, our friendships and our community change and it evolves over time. And so for some of us, they become almost a thing of the past, like, especially for the year we are just coming out of with the pandemic. Loneliness has been a really sore spot for us this year. And loneliness is very depleting because God wired us for a relationship. So I know this is something I've struggled with in the past, even before there was a pandemic, but 
building community and relationships was something that I was able to begin to create for myself before the whole world shut down. So I want to give you some of the strategies and ideas I used when it came to finding my people and um, just having life-giving relationships that fueled me. Okay, so I think we made it to number seven. And so I think for a lot of us, this one can be super sneaky. And this secret energy stealer is not having passions or hobbies. <laughs> Man, we just talked about friendship feeling like a luxury, but I think having a hobby really feels like a luxury. <laughs> I mean, who has time for hobbies, right? Um, this has been a big one for me because when I came home from work full time, um, when Audrey was born and then I was a stay at home mom, I kind of didn't know what to do with myself other than like I was keeping the house clean and running and keeping the kid alive. Um, I spent a lot of time like thinking and trying to figure out ways that I could have more purpose or what sort of things I wanted to do with my life. And I don't know if you can relate, but it just felt a little weird coming from a job where I was fairly social and interacted with humans throughout the day. And then all of a sudden I was a stay at home mom and it just felt kind of empty. So I explored a lot of avenues of things I wanted to pursue with this new season of life, but I mostly just didn't feel like I had the time to do anything. I remember talking to Michael one night about um, his hobbies, and one of them is going to play Dungeons and Dragons with his buddies. I know it's super nerdy, right? <laughs> and I would think, gosh, like, isn't that so nice that he gets to have a hobby? Like, <laughs> I wish I could have a hobby or something that I love. And um, I remember him telling me, yeah, it is nice. <laughs> um, he's just always encouraging me to find something that I enjoyed because he wanted me to have a thing too. Uh, I don't know if you can relate to that, but what I learned in the last year is that having a hobby or a passion isn't just something nice to have or like it's the cherry on top, but having passions that fill us with purpose and hobbies that bring us life are absolutely essential to keeping us fueled as moms. It's not a luxury. <laughs> I think it's actually a need. So I'm going to tell you about what I ended up finding worked for me and give you some ideas for finding your passions or hobbies. And I just really believe that motherhood isn't meant to just be survived. So um, just consider this your permission slip to have fun and enjoy life just for being life. All right, so we have a lot of exciting things we're going to be diving into together in this new year that I truly believe are going to just light a new fire within you, bring back your joy, and infuse you with energy, and that's my prayer for you. I just, I want so badly for you to be able to say that you love being a mom and you actually enjoy the process of parenting, um, and you're not going to feel like that every moment. Like that's normal and that's okay. Um, but as I've discovered this last year, there are so many ways we can be intentional to fuel ourselves, to help us just show up as the graceful and joyful moms we want to be in our homes. And I think when we are intentional with these seven strategies, not only we benefit, but our families benefit as well. It's like a ripple effect. And I think of it, I don't know if I've talked yet here about the joyful mama ripple effect. It's like your life and your joy ripples out and it truly affects your kids, your husband, and the other people around you. And it just feels so good. So 
Now, I know that it's a new year and a lot of the strategies we discussed today that we're going to be talking about in more detail in the weeks to come can feel slightly overwhelming. I know it's a lot and um, that's what I'm here for. I'm, I am a mom coach, <laughs> which means I can support you in all the things ranging from parenting to your overall well-being as a mom. And I have lots of experience with child behavior intervention, but I've also been a health coach in the past and a spiritual mentor and a life strategist with many women. So I love hearing your stories. I love helping you find new ways to solve problems and ultimately just helping you step into being the mom you've always wanted to be. So uh, please just don't hesitate for a second to reach out to me if you're starting to feel like, okay, I'm ready for support, accountability. I would love some answers in this new year. And I'm just, I'm here to walk with you on this journey. Um, and one thing I'm doing right now, it's a new thing that I'm offering and I'm calling them power hour sessions with moms. So this is new because I've only really ever offered coaching for long-term packages. And it's, that's because I've always been told that's what's best for moms. And honestly, I do believe long-term coaching is life-changing because that's what I've experienced. But I also know that having someone's ear for just an hour is also life-changing. So um, there's a lot we can unpack together in an hour. You bring me one of your biggest challenges you're facing right now, and um, we'll talk together and figure out what's going on and what are some actionable steps you can take um, just to start begin seeing change in your home and your life. So if that's something you're interested in, um, just send an email to Angela at AngelaJoyEvans.com, and I will send you the current coaching menu. All right, ladies, so that is all for today, but I want to leave you with a quick prayer to send you out. Lord God, wow. <laughs> Thank you for this new year. Thank you for new insights. God, I just pray for the mom who is listening today, who is feeling run down. Um, I pray for that the glimmer of hope that she may be feeling today would just begin to multiply in the days to come as she begins to process um, some of the changes that she wants to make in her own life in this new year. I pray that you would reveal to her what things we talked about today um, that are for her. And even now, just begin bringing new ideas to mind, um, just about some little tweaks she can start making so that she can become the joyful, energized mom that she wants to be this year. And I pray that she would cling to the hope that you have even more abundant life in store for her. And um, all that she needs to do is say yes and begin taking small steps of faith with you this year. God, thank you for her heart and her desire to become better for herself and for her family. Lord, we love you and we pray this all in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Love you, ladies. Hey mama, if you want to get more connected, we actually have a Facebook group where we talk further about topics discussed here on the podcast. You can find that by searching Facebook for the Mom Joy Podcast Community, or it's also linked in the show notes. And another way to stay connected is to follow me on Instagram at Angela Joy Evans. And if this episode meant something to you, I would love it so much if you'd take a screenshot of the episode, tag me, and share in your stories what you learned. I love to hear from you ladies what is helpful and what you want more of. And when you share with your friends about the podcast, it helps more mamas get connected to Mom Joy. I love you ladies so much, and I can't wait to connect with you more over on Instagram and Facebook.